Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Blog Talk Radio. Happy Thursday, everyone. Thank you for spending your lunch break with us, as always, and welcome in to Catching Up with Bob Lavelle. I'm your host, Joe Perello of SweetSports.com. That's S-U-I-T-E, Sports.com. I'm joined, as always, by the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Bob Lavelle. And, Bob, we've got some uh, some playoff baseball to talk. Uh, just mentioning to you off the air, we don't get to talk Terry Francona coming back to Boston. That would have been a really, really fun storyline, but... Uh, you know, you'll take playoff baseball either way, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it, it really would have been a whole lot more fun playing Francona and the Indians than it's going to be playing uh, Tampa Bay. But, you know, what? we know Tampa, we know the deal. That's why it's, it's kind of the same old story. But it still is postseason baseball, and it does have some magic to it, for sure. And, uh, and you know, yeah, I think having... Francona would have been great, but I think we all knew that that was a long shot. Yeah, well, it's tough, and you know those one-game scenarios. You never know. We just saw uh, the Indians go down; they don't score a run against Tampa at home. Uh, we saw the Pirates the other night uh, move in, uh, defeating the Reds, so they'll move into the NL wild card spot. I'm still getting used to this whole play-in game kind of thing, but you know, yeah. when you mentioned Tampa Bay; they know the deal. It's uh, this is a this is a familiar foe for the Red Sox, to say the least. You know, Tampa, let's take it from Tampa's side. They, they're they like a group of road warriors. They're like on, <laughs> I think, John Farrell said it's, it's like a barnstorming tour. But, hey, they're a team without a home. They do have a home. Yeah. It's despicable ballpark that not many, uh, it doesn't have many fans. So they're really, you know, it's easy to motivate them as, yeah. uh that's a barnstorming team without a home that's just going around the country playing games. We'll play anybody, anytime, anywhere. That kind of mentality. This is so different from the regular season for a team yeah. like Tampa because of the way the schedule is. So now, you know, I can see where they could just be loosey-goosey vagabonds playing ball all over the country, one day rest in between, Okay, who's next? What city is it? And then if they all have to do is worry about playing ball. And I, I think it's yeah. going to serve them well. And I think it might serve them well in in this series. Uh, unfortunately, I, I think we're all hoping the Indians were going to be the opponent. Uh, <laughs> these guys are these guys are a lot better than I think their season record indicated. Yeah, yeah, and, and they're always one of the lower paid teams in baseball, and still somehow find ways to win, find ways to sneak into the playoffs. Uh, against Boston this year, the, the Red Sox were 12-7 and seven against them, and they did win two out of their last three uh, to kind of put the division to rest and kind of make sure that the Rays were only in the wild card conversation and not in the American League East. 
uh, championship conversation. Uh, Buckles had a had a great day against Price uh, when they shut him out two nothing uh, way back in. Now it seems like forever ago. But it was only about it was less than a month ago in uh, early September uh, down in Tampa Bay. And uh, you mentioned them not having the you know the greatest home field advantage down at the Trop. Uh, kind of a it's kind of out in, in the middle of nowhere. Uh, you know, it's not in Tampa proper. It's in St. Pete, and uh, you know the, the owners of the the Rays kind of speak out every year about how they're going to have to cut salary and, and do all these different things. But when when you look at the Rays, does that make them uh, a little bit of a more dangerous team, or are they kind of playing with house money right now? And and the Red Sox were kind of that way earlier in the year, but now there's there's some expectations looming over this team. It's a good point. I think yeah. Kind of had a big role reversal. I mean, yeah. Tampa. Everybody thought Tampa was over and done with. We finally get them out of the out of our hair and out of our psyche. Uh, but it's not true. Here they are, and mm-hmm. they seem to be scoring enough runs to win, and certainly getting uh, uh, pitching to win. So we'll see. Uh, I I can't see this being any kind of a layup for the Red Sox. Uh, mm. I think they're going to just have to earn it. I know I'm, I don't like the five-game series uh, against these guys, but what are you going to do? I mean, it is what it is. There's just no uh, there's no way out except through Fenway Park and beating Tampa. Period. Uh, yeah. And, and another thing about Tampa, they're they're red hot. Right. Sorry about that. Go ahead, Bob. No, they're red hot. The Red Sox didn't, didn't have. I don't think they had any. Their pitchers did not have really significantly great outings in their last mm-hmm. outing. But you know what? So much of this stuff, you try to take some historical perspective, and uh, yeah. so much of the stuff you can just throw out the window because in this game it's one on one. It's batter versus pitcher, pitcher versus batter, and then yeah. and then we'll see. Um, I. Yeah. I Lester over Moore, I don't know. Moore's, Moore yeah. can be pretty tough. We all know the warts that Lester has. Uh, yeah. Lackey over Price. I think Price is their number two starter, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not – it's hard to, always hard to bet against Price, you know? But yeah. uh, let's see what happens. I, I, I can't say I'm that confident. I'm not not confident. I'm just not <laughs> confident. Does that make any sense? <laughs> that, that that does make sense. I, I think the entire city of Boston kind of is sharing your viewpoint here. I think it's a, a cautious optimism in this town right now. Cautious. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I think that's that's true. Cautious optimism. They've been here before. They know they know what fear of losing is all about, and uh, I think that's that's in play right now. At least it is in me. I mean, I try to. Figure out how, what the fans are thinking, and this is the vibe I'm getting. You know, yeah. if it was Cleveland, I'd feel a whole lot better about it. Yeah, and playoff baseball is a mean, whole hey, different animal. You know, so maybe the Red Sox will take three straight. Who knows? I mean, that's mm. always possible. Always. <laughs> is it possible that Tampa will take three straight? Uh, yeah, I think so, but I don't think that's <laughs> likely. Yeah, no, it's. it's it's certainly going to be. Uh, I mean, I, I never try to get into predicting playoff baseball. I, I can't really. No, it's crazy. Wrap my head you, around you it. You can say, okay, the Red Sox have had a better team during the during yeah. the season. There's no, there's no question about that. Uh, how 
team performs in the postseason uh, remains to be seen. If I were a Tampa Bay or a Tampa uh, fan, I would really not be worried because, like you said, they're playing without money. They're relaxed. Yeah. They're barnstormers. They don't have a home, and the home they have kind of sucks, both from a <laughs> facility and from fans. So, you know, they're they're comfortable where they are, winning and on the road and going from town to town. What a great message, inspirationally, that would be. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. All right, well, getting, getting away from the, the barnstormers thing, which I, I really like. Uh, my sister lives in Tampa, and her and her uh, boyfriend, I'll have to give them that line a little later. Uh, you, you mentioned Matt Moore. You mentioned David Price. They're the two announced starters for the Rays. They haven't announced their starters for three, four, and five. The Red Sox have. The Red Sox have Lester and Lackey going one and two, respectively. Buckholtz going three. PV going four. And it looks like they're going to wrap it wrap back around to Lester should this thing go five. Uh, just from a pure pitching standpoint, the Rays in, in recent years, you, you know, they always seem to find good young pitching, things like that, that, you know, all these teams like the Red Sox and the Yankees covet. But uh, they seem to bring it up through their farm system. Just looking at pitching, who do you think has the advantage in this series? Trying to figure that out. I think I think from a closer standpoint, the Red Sox have the advantage, yeah. and I think they have the bullpen advantage. I do think mm-hmm. that starting pitching, I mean, after seeing Cobb last night, I, I think yeah. at least for three guys, Tampa can match the Red Sox arm for arm. Now, those mm-hmm. are three guys. Red Sox supposedly have four, maybe five. But unless those yeah. four and five help out in the bullpen, nothing's going to get accomplished. I mean, I, I think that's where the Red Sox advantage is in Uihara, mm-hmm. uh and, yeah. and maybe Breslow, but some of those other guys have been a little shaky. Yeah, yeah, well, a little bit, but uh, you know, for my money, I think if you, if you're Boston, you got to go, you got to take long at bats, you got to make these pitchers throw, make these starters go, try to get into that Tampa bullpen, try to you know make test their depth, to, so to speak. Uh, in, amongst their pitching ranks, and, and see if you know maybe you can you can outlast them a little bit. I I just feel like Boston is deeper than most people think this year. That's a great strategy. You're probably right, and it is really about all you know breaking them down, looking at strategy. Uh, who's going to run? I mean, Ellsbury, the Red Sox has, uh, have been great at stealing bases. Uh, mm. You know they're. They've got depth at places they haven't had depth before. Uh, so, Matt Moore, David Price, Cobb, those are two pretty good pitchers. I mean, granted, yeah. the Indians don't have – they had their opportunities last night. They just could not get the big hit when they needed it. Yeah. Yeah, no, most definitely. Uh, I don't know, like, some other things. Jackie, like Jackie Bradley's not, probably not going to make the team, right? Yeah, I, your guess is as good as mine on that. I, I wouldn't think so. But. <laughs> no, I don't think so. they got a lot of outfielders. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that Duke Brown or Thornton. Uh, yeah. I don't know what, what's going on here, but we will see. Yeah. And, you know, is yeah. Drew going to play shortstop against the left-handed pitcher? Probably. Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, now these uh, postseason adjustments are always always fun. You look at you know the Braves. Don't even, Dan Ugla doesn't even make the postseason roster for them. He's the highest paid guy on the roster. So uh, some interesting yeah. moves will be made this postseason. And uh, wanted to mention one other thing with the Rays. 
they've now uh, looking at it. They've won nine straight games against teams over 500. So not only are they hot, not only are they winning games, they're beating quality teams right now. There's no uh, soft losses on their recent schedule in their last ten. So uh, this is a team peaking at the right time. So uh, a little bit of a scary proposition for Boston. Well, Joe, they know how to do it. You know, this is this is what they do. They are they know how to do it, and I, this new system. I mean, think about it. Played in uh, played one. Where's the last regular season game we played? Was it at home? Probably Yankee Stadium. I'm not sure where it yeah. was or Baltimore. I know it was the Yankee Stadium or Toronto. I don't know. I don't know. Where, no, it was yeah. probably Toronto. And then they've gone from there to Texas, and then they had Texas. They had a day off between those two games. And then they had another day off to get to Cleveland. And they went to Cleveland last night, and they have another day off. And now they're in Boston. So they're crisscrossing the country, days off in between. And like I said, you know, why go home when you have nobody there waiting for you? Yeah. Feel free to do that if you want to. Why go? (laughs) Yeah, there's the line of the day. Why go home if there's nobody there waiting for you? I might yeah, that, but feel free to go ahead and use you, this. You should, you, it's all yours, Bob. But yeah, you mentioned it. Uh, I'm trying to think how many they played consecutively on the road. You mentioned Yankee Stadium. They played a three-game series. Uh, they played three against uh, against the uh, the Blue Jays, and then they had the tiebreaker game against the Rangers, which was odd. So they've gone the long way, and they, and they haven't been home in a while. I think their last home game was maybe the 22nd or 23rd against Baltimore, some, somewhere along those lines. Yeah, the 23rd against Baltimore they won. Uh, and kind of set up this long road trip to Yankee Stadium. And, and boy, uh, you know, the, why do you want to go home if, if no one's waiting for you? I'm curious to see what the trop's going to be like uh, when the series uh, series goes back there and, and and things like that. You know, playoff baseball is a, a different animal. They don't bring in people regularly. Uh, part, part of it is we always blame Florida fans for, for just not caring. They've got other things to care about and, but you know that that stadium, like I said, isn't in Tampa proper. It's kind of out of the way. It's but then again, you know, people that doesn't stop people from going to Foxborough down here, uh, going to see the Patriots game. So uh, you know, you can make whatever excuses you want. Uh, beyond this series, I'm curious to see what happens next for the Rays. Every year they threaten to cut salary and uh, cut prospects and and cut costs and all the all those kinds of things, kind of trying to threaten the fans into coming out to the ballpark. But uh, It'd be awfully hard to see them uh, them doing that if you know every playoff game is a sellout and they they go deep into the playoffs here. But these are obviously two franchises in pretty much totally different uh, different states right now. Because as soon as the Red Sox gave people hope, they started selling out again, no problem. But um, I don't know that, that that's just going to be very very interesting to me, uh, Bob. Uh, before we go, I wanted to to touch on the Patriots a little bit, and uh, I don't know, did you get to see? Uh, Get to see the game in Atlanta the other night. Uh, pretty, pretty solid, oh, pretty impressive performance for the Patriots. Yeah. So, yeah, for something that was know. supposed to be a test, uh, yeah, and, and supposed to be, you know, perhaps an out of conference loss. Uh, Atlanta looked pretty bad. I thought that uh, I was shocked yeah. at how poorly Ryan played, and uh, you know how well that uh, Patriots seemed to stitch things together. Edelman's a tough guy, and I don't know where the hell Mulligan came from, but here he is, the University yeah. of Maine. Really, yeah. Mulligan, my man. Yeah, well, somebody's got to play that position, so you knew eventually somebody was That's true, play. right, right, that's true. <laughs> so, I mean, in uh, Cincinnati, I said, you know, why would you, why would 
Why would you make Cincinnati your favorite in Cincinnati? I, I don't know, because they're coming off a loss for the, for the Browns? I, I don't know. I, I think the Patriots should handle them without a whole lot of problems. Yeah, the, the, the Patriots. There's not a lot of, not a lot of kicking and screaming about the Patriots right now because the Red yeah. Sox are front and center. Yeah, and in Boston, and I think nationally, you know, I don't know if I think you'd be hard pressed to find a, an undefeated team at this point in the country. That weird, you know, people always complain the Patriots get too much press nationally. We're not really talking about them, you know. We're talking about the Broncos and Peyton Manning, and obviously he's yeah. had a, yeah. a miraculous season, but. Uh, you know, what the Patriots are doing right now with that, what I'm calling the, the no-name offense, that Brady and his, right. and his cast of characters, uh, is, is, you know, to go into Atlanta and, and win that game. Now, I, th- I think Cincinnati is going to be a pretty big test. I, I think the Bengals need this win. Uh, they haven't played particularly well since they beat the Steelers. Uh, you know, I really think Cincinnati is going to be hungry. I think they've got a, the best defense New England's faced so far. Uh, they've got a, a front that can probably pressure Brady without blitzing, which is obviously key because Brady kills the blitz. He's too smart and too quick. But, uh, you know, I'm, t- I'm torn about this one. I, I, don't, I don't know who's going to come away. Uh, it's going to depend on can Aqib Tlaib keep playing at that high of a level. I mean, he was unbelievable against Atlanta. Uh, you know, without Vince Wilfork, though, can Aqib Tlaib, you know, is he going to run with A.J. Green all day and, you know, one of the best receivers in the league? Uh, right now, I, I, without Vince Wilfork, I just don't know how much I trust that Patriots defense. So oddly enough, right now I'm questioning the defense. I'm kind of trusting Manny or uh, trusting Peyton, uh, Peyton and Tom Brady here to kind of make something out of nothing with that offense. But uh, it, it's going to be an interesting game to see, and you know, another test for the Patriots. I think another week we'll know uh, a heck of a lot more about. Them. But it's a lot more important than the Atlantic game because it's a conference game. Yeah. So uh, I, you're, you're kind of the voice of doom here, but I, I don't agree with it. I really don't. So. <laughs> He's going to come back and say, I told you so. What was that tweet I was going to say? Why go home if no one's there waiting for you? Perfect. No one's there waiting for you. Look for it. That's what I'm going to deal with. Uh, I'll definitely be on the lookout, Bob. I don't mean to be doom and gloom. I don't mean to be doom and gloom. I just, you know, cautious optimism. exactly what you are today. Okay, okay. We'll see what happens. All right, good, good. All right, Bob. Thanks so much for joining us. Always a pleasure to chat with you. <laughs> Have a good weekend. The whole world of sports landscape could be totally changed by this time next week. Well, as a matter of fact, it, it will be. So there. Yeah, it, it most certainly will be. And thank you, everyone at home, for joining us. This has been Catching Up with Bob LaBelle. We'll see you next week, everybody. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.